John chapter 9. Scripture says, as he passed by, this is Jesus that's passing. He saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? We have here a, an account of a man that the Bible says was born blind. He never saw anything, even for a moment. He was born in an affliction. He was born in a setback. He was born in a trial. Some of you were not born in a trial. You're going through a trial. And you ought to thank God you weren't born in a trial. That you've never known any different. Some of you have been so long in bondage that you don't know any different. You don't even know what freedom tastes like anymore. The Bible said this man was born blind. And if sight was freedom, he couldn't taste freedom. He didn't know what it tastes like. If sight was freedom, he didn't know what it looked like. The Bible said that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In essence, we're all born spiritually blind we're born in this affliction of sin born in slavery and in bondage to the sinful passions of this world and I believe this morning there are some of you who have never known freedom you've never known peace with God You've never known the joy of a Savior. This man was blind, and he had been that way his whole life. The scripture says that the disciples asked Jesus, and they said, Lord, who sinned? Whose fault was it that this man was born in this condition? That he was born in this affliction? That he sinned? Ridiculous question when you consider the man was born this way, yet he must have sinned in the womb. Or maybe his parents sinned. And maybe the trial that you're going through today is not the result of anything you've done, but the result of living in a fallen world, in a broken world. In a world where people fail and betray and miss the mark. And I want to tell you that your trial has a purpose. God doesn't waste anything. Nothing you go through is wasted with God. Your trial has a purpose. Sometimes our trials serve as transportation. 
They get us from one place to the next. From one level to the next. If you had to catch a bus, you wouldn't catch the bus that said trials and tribulations. But sometimes God says, you're going to have to catch that bus. In order to get where I'm taking you, this trial is going to be your transportation. So can I tell you that you just need to hold on for a moment? Just hold on. Because no season ever lasted forever. No night ever lasted beyond morning. This test is only a test. Hallelujah. This trial is but transportation. God said, I'm going to get you somewhere. When you get out of this thing, you won't be where you started. So our trials, sometimes are transportation, sometimes our trials serve as a test. The Bible said that the testing of our faith produces endurance. Sometimes the troubles and trials that we face are tests in life that God uses to measure our progress. he's testing you, it's because he's refining you. So not only when you get out of that trial will you be in a different place than you were, but you'll be a different kind of person. Refined by fire, refined by trouble, refined by trial. I'm looking at people here today, you're not who you were because trials and testing has refined your soul. Sometimes instead of asking God in the middle of a test, why? We need to ask him, what? Instead of saying, why am I going through this? We need to say, what do you want to get out of me? What do you want to build into me? Our trials not only serve as a transportation and as a test, but they also serve as a testimony. So that when you get out of the trial you're in, you'll not only be where you were, somewhere different than where you were when you started, and you'll be someone different than you were, but you will also have something new to tell the world. A testimony, a message to the world that says, I know what God can do. You don't understand, church, the power of a testimony. I can stand here all day and tell you about, uh, about how God can heal and how God can, can make you whole, but it's not like having somebody stand here and say, I faced cancer and God healed me. That testimony is power. I could tell you all day how God can deliver you from drugs, but it's nothing like telling you to have somebody stand here and say they were a drug addict and Jesus set them free. That power in that testimony. 
God says, I have allowed you to go through some things because I am giving you a testimony. Someday you'll stand. You'll say what God has done. And that testimony with power will bring freedom to a soul. This man was born blind. And they asked the Lord, who sinned? Was it him? Was it his parents? And Jesus said, neither he nor his parents sinned. But this happened. So that the glory of God could be revealed. This happened so that God would get glory so that God would get fame. Can I tell you today, church, that God is getting fame out of your life. You realize how many times the devil has preached your funeral and you're not dead yet? How many times he's counted you out and you got back up? How many times he said you were defeated and you rose up stronger? Hallelujah. God is manifesting his glory. That's why that thing that should have killed you didn't kill you. And I want you to know this. The devil tells you all the time, I'm going to ruin you. But if he could have ruined you, he would have done it already. He hasn't done it because he can. This is so that the glory of God may be manifest. Here's a blind man. He's sitting there and he, he's hearing this conversation, no doubt. And Jesus just happened to be passing by. He's never seen anything. But Jesus says, I must do the work of him who sent me. I must work while it is day. You know God's at work? I said God's at work. Now you didn't hear me. I said God is at work. God is working through the circumstances of our lives. Those things that happen that you thought if I hadn't been there at the right time in the right place, I would have got I wouldn't have gotten the job or the promotion or the, the right opportunity. It didn't just happen because you were in the right time in the right place. It happened because God was at work. Because above your circumstances, there's a hand that rules the world. Jesus said, I must work as long as it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had said this, he spat on the ground. Now, I want you to imagine this blind guy. He's just minding his own business. 
the way you were doing this morning. You came to church, you just minding your own business, and then God showed up and got in your face. So here's a blind guy, and he's hearing this conversation, and then he hears Jesus. Now, I don't know about you, but that would not encourage me. If you come up for prayer, and you hear the guy about to pray for you, spit. That would lose some faith right there, right? It's like, I'm done. But I have a question for you this morning. How much do you want it? Are, are you going to be the guy that says, I'm not that blind? I'm not that sick. I'm not that broken. There's a moment at which in our life we realize whatever it takes, I'm ready for a shift. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for something to break loose. I'm ready for breakthrough. I'm asking you this morning, how, what, how much do you want it? Jesus spits on the ground and makes mud. Now, this is getting weird, isn't it? He puts it in his blind eyes, so now he's blind and dirty. But you see, there are some people who will never go the distance with God. They want Breakthrough, but only as long as it keeps them within their sophisticated boundaries. They want breakthrough, they want change, but only as long as it doesn't cost them anything. Only as long as they don't have to lay down anything. Only as long as there is no, no moment of separation. But can I tell you, there is a place that you're going to come to someday, I pray it's today, when you say, God, I have gone long enough my way. I am ready for this thing to break in my life. And I'm willing for you to do whatever you have to do. There's a moment at which you lose all dignity. And you might as well, because when when you're in the world, you're willing to lose dignity for just about anything. Why not lose some dignity for freedom? Somebody here this morning, you have to lose control over your own life. You have to surrender. To say to God, whatever it takes, God, I'm going to spit in my eye. I want to see. I want to be whole. I want to be changed. I want to be transformed. Jesus did something unorthodox in order to restore this man's 
eyesight. And then he sent him to wash in the pool of Siloam. He sent him away. He, he sent him to a place to wash. Can I tell you, friends, that there is washing today that there is a place for you to wash of your sin, that there is a place for you to wash of your filth, that there is a place for you to be clean. The blood of Jesus still makes men clean. And the Bible says, that when he washed his eyes, they were open. He had gone through this ordeal. But now his eyes were open. And a controversy arose. And they asked him, Did you let that sinner pray for you? talking about Jesus. He's a, he's a sinner. He's, a, he's blaspheming. And the man said, I don't know whether he sinned or not. But I know one thing. I was blind, but now I see. He said, I was blind. But now I see. Can I tell you, friend, you don't have to know everything about doctrine. You don't have to know everything about theology. But when you come in contact with Jesus, you will know one thing, that you were blind, but now you see. You were bound, but now you're free. That there is freedom in Jesus. This morning, I want to ask you, how much do you want it? Because today if you hear God's voice calling out to you and saying it's time for change. It's time for transformation. It's time for a renewal of your spirit. Today if you hear God's voice, don't harden your heart. Don't say I'll do it tomorrow. Today is your day. This is the time for freedom to come to your house. And I'm talking to Christians too. I'm talking to people who are going through trials today. And God is saying, how bad do you want it? How much do you want what I have for you? He never said it'd be easy. He never promised no trouble. He never promised a smooth way. But he did say this. I will be with you always. Even unto the end of the age. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. I believe there's faith this morning to say, God, I want to go the distance. Whatever it takes, I want to be the man you call me to be. I want to be the woman you call me to be. I want to be the child of God you created me to be. I want to be completely yours.